Filmmaking covers a variety of genres, and during the 1990s, one in particular saw a resurgence, the big-budget disaster flick. It's coming! It's headed right for us! It's already here. For two science-obsessed kids growing up on opposite sides of Pennsylvania, nothing left a bigger impression than Twister. The suck zone. I think we're going in! Join Kelly and Joe as they dissect the second highest grossing film of 1996. Debris, Justin, we have debris! Debris! Minute by minute. Another cow. Actually, I think that was the same one. And relive one of their favorite movies of all time. No, that, that was a good sized twister. What was that, an F3? Solid F2. Tornado warning continues now. You know, Joe, I don't know what the matter is with Bill. I mean, he's, he's, he's wacko. He's crazy. I mean, you ought to get a leash on him. He's not my problem. He's yours. Oh, by the way, this storm's going to be a lot bigger than we anticipated. I got reports of mesos from Grant County all the way to Logan. Sharing information with me? No, I was just uh, curious as to which way you're going to head. Southeast, I think. To the counter. Two lemonades to go, please. Nothing changes. Pardon me? He's gonna wait and see what Bill does. Can I have a coffee to go, please? That man is waiting for Billy Watt. All right, welcome back to Solid F2 Podcast for minute 23 of the movie Twister. I think I incorrectly concluded the last episode by saying we would be doing minute 22, but last episode was minute 22, so... I've been here for 42 years. (laughs) So, clearly someone needs to make a design um, of the hot pit barbecue pig. That has to be done. How has it not been done? Uh, uh, you mean on a t-shirt? Well, I just like in general, like I would put that, uh, uh, like a magnet, like those magnets, the Disney magnets and the, the science magnets I just bought you. Like that would be a pretty cool, a nice, like deep cut. Oh, is it have. the blue tulip diner? Is that what that says? Oh yeah, you're right. I didn't even notice that one. It says cafe eat and something that could be blue tulip. Or blurp troop. I feel like blue tulip makes a lot more sense. Well, that's than... what I said, but you said something that looks like that. And I was like, well, I don't know. So, yeah, here we are, minute 23 of the movie, and, um, well, it's time to sniff some dirt. Are you good with sniffing dirt? Uh, that sounds gross. Better than what you sniff, that's what you're supposed to say. I don't want to say that. Now, is he just using the dirt for wind, or is he actually, are they implying that he's actually using it some in some other form? I mean, I don't know what else you would do there other than wind. I mean, dirt doesn't tell you. 
Anything else? About current weather? Other than if it's wet, it's probably raining? Yeah. Or has rained recently? I mean, so, but, I mean, this is Bill magic. So, you know. There's that. There's that. There's that. So, Hot Pit Barbecue, Blue Tulip Cafe, and uh, we get a very minor confrontation between uh, Joe and Jonas. Um, it, it's, it doesn't really uh, amount to anything, but you kind of get... I don't know what the matter is with Bill. I mean, Jonas is trying to de-escalate. I mean, you ought to keep a leash on him. It's not my problem, it's yours. Oh, by the way, this and also you kind of they kind of make it seem as though or drive the uh, thought home that he doesn't really know what he's doing and he's relying on Bill and, and his former team to do anything. Southeast, I think. Of course, then you have Joe and Melissa's speech. I like how defensive Melissa gets when he that guy's waiting for Billy. Why? That's what I mean. She needs a child, not a husband. I like how they cut it there, though. Like, there's obviously more to that conversation. That's not the end of it, but that's where they decide to cut it. And of course, we're going to move back to it when we talk about minute 24. But yeah, it's uh, back to Bill outside checking out the dirt. Um, but this is, you know, he says something there, Jonas. Is who I mean by Yeah, me. we're going to get to some uh, meteorology here. Well, just, we a, pull it up? just a smidgen. Smidge. Also, when you hear Jonas first start talking. You want me to go back to go the beginning Go back, like, that? yeah, just like little. Nope, yep. Yeah, right, we'll just start it right here right. at the beginning. And then I'm going to tell you when to pause it. Okay. Okay. Joe, I don't know what the right there. is with Bill. Uh, Joe, <clears throat> what does he, he sound like? sounds like from Final Sacrifice. Oh. <laughs> No, him. He was delicious. He sounds like the old guy in the in the um, cabin, the tin yeah. roof, rusted. Yes. So, for those of you who aren't aware, this is uh, Mystery, Mystery Science, Science Theater, Theater three thousand. Yes, and they watch a terrible movie from the eighties slash early nineties, maybe. No, no, no. It was 80s? It's solidly in the eighties. Okay. Yeah. Well, it's called The Final Sacrifice, and uh, in it, and the entire film is. Takes place in the Canadian wilderness. Yes. And, um, but not like hatchet Canadian wilderness, but like. Ah, uh, hatchet. But like, if Canadian wilderness took place just outside of Toledo, Ohio, that's where this is filmed. Um, so, ah, release date. Oh, wow. You're right. 1990. Boop. Say it again. You were correct. I am right. For the first time ever. Uh, so anyway, it's also known as Quest for the Lost City. It is a wonderful, absolutely amazing. If you have to, if you've never seen Mystery Science Theater, I would absolutely recommend this. It's one. one of the first ones. Yeah. Now you might not get like the interludes that have to deal dealing with the characters. You don't need to know, but them. you don't have to know anything about that. Just watch them watch this awful movie and listen to that what they say about it because it is so so great. Just this to give is, everybody um, an idea, the budget for the film, the final sacrifice, was fifteen hundred Canadian, Canadian dollars. Which uh, you know, I don't know the the dollar to dollar ratio, but I don't think Canadian money is that different from American. I don't think fifteen hundred Canadian dollars translates suddenly into a million American dollars. I feel like the budget was like 
maybe 2000 American dollars for this. And you know what? They did a lot with that money. Um, at any rate, that we're not here to discuss that film. There is a character who's an old grizzly man in the woods um, who has this, like, real rough and gruff woodsman Oh, should I pull this out? I'm accent. sure I can if find it. If you can find it, it would be great. But that's all I can hear when Jonas starts talking yes, to Joe you're right. Here. You're right. I was thinking when, when we watched the, the minute here at the beginning of the show, I was like, man, he really sounds like something else. What character or person does he sound like? Yeah, he sounds um, like what's-his-face from the Bible. I don't know what the, that character's name is. Do You uh, You probably don't remember. No, either. I want to say Zeke, but. Zeke. I know that's not right. It's just I don't even know. There's a there's plot, but is there's there no plot. There's no well. I mean, is they attempt to talk about a plot. Um, <laughs> I mean, Pipper is that him? Pipper. 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 No. P- Pipper confides to Troy that Rouse Dower was with the cult the night Troy's father was killed. Yes, that's really? him. Yeah, I bet. I wonder if IMDb has a better listing. The f- so on the Twister podcast, we were talking about the final sacrifice. Also, Rousedower is the last name, just so everyone's aware. Yeah, it's Zap. It's Zap, Zap Rousedower. Mike Pipper? Or is it McGregor? No. Thomas McGregor? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so it's Mike it's, Pipper. So it's Ron Anderson. Is that right? No. Uh, well, it's obviously it's not Troy Zap or Satoris. Yeah, it has to be him. It has to be Mike, Mike Pipper. Okay. Because it's not Aunt Betty, and the rest of them are nobody. So. There's, like, no photos of this guy. Yeah. Well, at any rate, I just wanted to point out to you. He's, I know. You're exactly right. It sounds exactly uh, exactly like him. So you, 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 you get a, a victory for that, for Gold sure. star second of the day, by the way. <laughs> for a parenting win earlier, talking Haley off a ledge. Yeah. Um, also, we can talk a little bit of meteorology in this particular um, scene. Sure. Oh, we're back to Twister now. No, no more final well, this sacrifice. This isn't the final sacrifice podcast. Oh, could you imagine? We would have to have Nick on. Well, I he would probably need to run it. We would just be his guests. <laughs> I could be his grandma daughter. <laughs> Okay, that's not from the final sacrifice. You could be the turtle with the speech. Oh, yeah. Okay, so, and I think, let me just say, I think Carrie Yules is British. So I think this is him trying to do an American accent. And I think he just gets a little overzealous with it in this moment. Okay. And so he comes out sounding like the final sacrifice guy. But Wacko, he's crazy. He dials it back a little bit, but it was growly. Oh, by the way, the storm's going to be a lot bigger than we anticipated. I got reports of mesos from Grant County all the way to Logan. Okay, so he's sort of saying, I think he's he's speaking about the storm in terms of this storm event is going to be a lot bigger than participated because there are individual storms happening here. He mentions there are reports of mesos popping up all over the place. Mesos is short for mesocyclone, which is the... Small-scale rotation, not small as not as small of a scale as, as tornadoes, but um, mesoscale, which is why they're called mesocyclones. Meso meaning medium or middle, um, 
middle scale, medium scale, on the sort of scale of a county, you know, or a part right. of a county, rather than an individual Tornado. twister, which could hit a town or part of a town. When a mesocyclone not the part that touches the ground. It's no, all... it's, it's the rotation right. associated with supercell thunderstorms. Yes. So that's what he's talking about. He's seeing these areas of rotation. They're seeing... Um, these mesocyclones pop up all over the place associated with this larger storm event that is happening because warm moist air from the west is meeting um, um, warm moist air from the south and the east is meeting uh, warm dry air from the west and it's causing this lifting and there you get um, a severe thunderstorm or a supercell thunderstorm. Now what makes a supercell thunderstorm special is... Come on, you had a meteorology degree just like me. I, I still have it. It doesn't mean I I, I, uh, I use it that much. Rotation. Okay. Okay. So, uh, and that's what we're talking about with the mesocyclone is, is rotation within a supercell thunderstorm. Not the rotation that actually forms a tornado, but the actual uh, giant rotating updraft that is the entire storm. That is a mesocyclone. So he's seeing these, they're popping up all over. She's saying, we're going to go south to the counter. Um, she's, they're trying to pinpoint where this lift is, cur is occurring and she's going to sort of try to track where she thinks these are popping up rather than um, downwind where they're dying out. Um, well, she's uh, poking fun at him in this instance. Well, she's saying, like, you got to follow us again. Can't you figure it out on your own? Right. You know, her sarcastic So tone. her response is, basically, I'm going to go over to the counter and get drinks so that you are not going to follow right. me. Because I'm not going to tell you where we're going. Because Bill hasn't sniffed the dirt yet, so I don't know where we're going. <laughs> to the counter. Two lemonades to go, please. Nothing changes. Nothing Doesn't changes. It? He's going to wait and see what Bill does. I have a coffee to go, please. Here we go. Do you have a reaction? That man is waiting for Billy Watt. <laughs> it's like, so defensive. I just want her to be like, I I'm going to call his mother. Now, I'm going to call his mother. He's chasing my Billy. <laughs> if uh, you had a nice high-res picture of this, this could be like an, an album cover. No. Yeah. Yeah, if you move, if Bill would move over to the right a little bit more, so you can get the um, the vans all uh, in view, and mm -hmm. then he's between the hot pit barbecue and the blue tulip. Uh, totally could be an album cover. You just Maybe cut he's it standing off. a little awkwardly. Well, yeah, I mean it's not exactly perfect. There's a few things you'd have to change, but uh, I, I like any other day. This would just be him standing outside on a cloudy day, but the music. The music really brings makes it ominous. Yeah, yeah, it does. It does. I agree. And he's got to watch which way this dirt goes. Because Wait, was, was the wallet still there? The wallet is always there. Is it? Nothing changes. Pardon me. He's gonna wait and see what Bill does. I have a coffee to go. Please. That's quite the uh, cowboy hat that of the guy in the corner the there. <laughs> He 
sounded like Where am I? Like, Did I turn my dishwasher off? I'm not sure. Take a left at the tree. That helps. Oh, yeah, there it is. Yeah, don't Some of it flies back in his eye. They have to go to the urgent care. Ouchie. So. I, I would like to know what the thought process is there. Like, what does he think is happening? I, don't know, I, I guess it's just the outflow. Wind. I, I like. I don't know. I don't know what exactly is happening, but they they make it seem like he's got incredible intuition when it comes to chasing these storms. And maybe maybe he can measure the exact amount of shear that's happening simply by that would be impressive. looking at the clouds and then watching the dirt fly. Couldn't figure out that the sensors needed a tail, but <laughs> they can do that. Right. So, all right. Anything else about the? Uh, 23rd minute of the movie. No, but in the next minute, one of my favorite lines is coming up. Oh, well, that'll have to wait till next time. Okay. Like so many other things in the future of this great, great movie. Zap Riles Dower. Man, like I wish there was caterpillar a chasing his final sacrifice reference in Twister. I would like there to be a final sacrifice mentioned in, in some movie in the future. I'm sure we can get someone to do that. Sure. Are you going to make a movie? And well, no, I'm not going to make a movie. We just have it. to start. More people need to watch Final Sacrifice in that Mystery Science Theater. It's one of the best ones my ever parent, made. My parents, remember how hard my dad oh, laughed? Man. He loved it. it was Amy with us when we watched it? I don't know. Because if she hasn't seen it, we have to watch it with her. I, th- I feel like she was. We'll watch, ask her. we'll watch that and then we'll watch Twister. Amy, when you listen to this, text me about whether you watched Final Sacrifice with us or not. And if you haven't, don't watch it without us. You don't watch it without us. All right. Well, thanks for listening to episode 23 of Solid F2 Podcast. Hopefully, we'll be back again real soon, and it won't take another three weeks to do a few episodes. Mm -hmm. It all depends on Kelly. Thanks for listening to the Solid F2 Podcast, a minute-by-minute breakdown of the movie Twister. That's all for this week. Please follow us on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram at SolidF2Pod. SolidF2 Podcast is part of the JMNJR Radio Network. Visit JMNJRRadio.com for more.